And I'd say off of that, you have a great point. But, you know, the the way you ask great questions is you learn from people that ask great questions. Right? You can't just go in and ask great questions. Davis and I didn't start a podcast and we're good at it the first 20 episodes yeah, or talked more. About that. We talked about that yesterday, yesterday yeah. unfortunately. Like, it's it doesn't happen overnight. You have to practice. You have to learn from people. Right. Listen to podcasts. Watch videos. Learn how to interact with people better. Learn how to speak better. Right? I, I was listening to the get today to a guy on YouTube. And he was talking about how basically how to improve your skills, how to improve everything, top things you should improve, copywriting, communicating, be able to write the written word, be able to ask good questions, being able to speak well. Davis and I used to always say, um, uh, and uh, learn the art of the pause. If you don't know what to say, just pause for a second. Now we still um and ah every now and then, but it's a whole lot better than it used to be. And the same goes with networking. You're, you're not going to be good the first time you reach out to someone. You might say something wrong. You might talk to them for 30 minutes and it's super awkward and it's awkward silence. You don't really know what to ask them anymore. But the good news is you can do it again and you have another chance and you get to develop relationships further. You can go back to that person that you just spoke to a couple a month later, two months later. Hey, you mind jumping on another call again and then ask them another question. You got better over the past month and a half of practicing it. Talk to them again, right? It's a process. Yeah. I want people to think of, think about a career fair setting. And so if you've never been in that, that's okay. But think about, at least for Auburn, there's a bunch of people, at least a hundred different companies that are willing to want um, graduates to hire them for internships. And it's a very intimidating setting, right? So if I'm not confident in myself, it's going to be hard. But man, you have an awesome opportunity in college to go find out which companies are real, but also to find out, man, how do I interact with people? Mm-hmm. Going back to that emotional intelligence side, the first few times, Walker, you admitted it too. Oh, it's so bad. It's hard. It's You're terrible. sweating profusely. I got yellow <laughs> yeah. stains on my you shirt. You can't stop sweating. <laughs> right. And it's just like, it's so, it's so nerve wracking. All right. Like these yeah. people that have been in our, but you're just people, right? Yeah. They put the and pants on just like you do. Right. And like, I, I mean, they don't think anything of themselves. They're just waiting for the next college to, they just want to talk. Right. So like when I think about that, force yourself to go be uncomfortable. My yeah, aunt really challenged me after I got done with my first internship was go do the things that you don't want to do. What do you mean? She's like, <laughs> all right, well, is public speaking something easy to you? No. All right, well, go challenge yourself to go get in front of people and go speak at in front of people at every opportunity you get. Oh, mm. why? Why would I do that? <laughs> She's like, I promise you it's going to help you later in life. Guess what? It has, right? I'm willing to get up yeah. in front of a in front of a whole entire job site, 200 plus people and speak in front of them. And it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, two or three years ago, I would have sweated profusely. I would have mumbled in your word. boots. Yeah, I would, have been, I would have been scared to death. But you have to know the first interaction with all people is going to be tough. It's going to be hard. You're going to be sweating. You're going to ask something. You're going to go, uh, 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 you're going to stutter a little bit. You're going to have ums. There's going to be all this unnecessary stuff that's very nerve-wracking mm-hmm. but come back do it again come back and do it again and just keep trying and keep having that grit 
and keep trying. And if there's anything I could say to a, to a college person, to someone in high school right now, it's just keep showing up. In, in yes. my profession right now, um, I'll just tell you a little bit about my day now. It's, it's really tough because at some point um, you have to be very frank and hard and brutal with people, right? You have to tell them the very truth. And there's no time to, you know, take time to mosey around people's feelings. It's very frank. Okay. And so sometimes it's really hard on me because I'm not a negative person. I'm a pretty positive, uplifting person. So when we don't have that, I'm like, I just want to go walk around the job site. Right. So, but I have to learn if if I feel like that after a meeting, what's the best thing I can do? All right. I'm going to go take a few minutes. I'm going to go walk around the job site. I'm going to get right back in the right frame of mindset so that I can then go back and pour into people. Mm-hmm. And so there, it's taken me a long time. But the reason why I'm telling you this is going back to the emotional intelligence side, going back to self-awareness, going back to how do you network? Do you understand your emotions? And not just do you understand your emotions. Just because you have emotions doesn't mean that's what you follow. Like when I get pissed off, Yep. Does that mean that I'm about to go freaking yell at Walker because I'm pissed off? No. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to swallow my pride. And he's going to probably see some, some some body language, my face, like really tell him I don't want to hear it. But it's better than the outcome of me screaming. It's better than the outcome of me yelling at somebody. And I Walker, I use you because, you know, a job site level. But, like, just oh, think yeah. about that. So many people in this world – give in to their emotions of how they feel. I don't feel well, so I'm not going to go to work. Or, man, I feel great, so I'm going... Like, you have to be willing. Walker, like, the discipline you told me of, like, man, you got to go work out whether you feel it or not. Right? Oh, yeah. Dude, right. I've been... No, not to... And seriously, not to say, oh, look at Walker. He's doing a great job. I've, I've had to work the past three weekends and every day, except for I, some of Thanksgiving off. But other than that, you know, it's been 12 to 13 to 14 hour days because we have a sub that's here for a little while that's not like they have to finish their job. They can't leave. And so it's going to take them two weeks to do it. So there at six, leaving at seven, sometimes seven thirty-eight, right? Because you got to get the job done, but I still wake up the next morning and go work out. I did not want to get up this morning and go do chess at the gym at all, at all. I wanted to sleep in. But getting up, showing that discipline, it's going to help you in all areas of life, right? Because if you can do it with one thing, you can do it with everything. If you can study well on one subject, you can do it on every subject. If you can learn a new skill as a tradesman, you can learn multiple skills as a tradesman. But it's going day in and day out and not just saying, oh, you know, like, I don't want to do it. I don't feel like I'm not going to do it, right? Because if you if you do that, then you're never going to be successful. You're never going to take the next level because you're always going to be living by your feelings. Like Davis just said, he had a great point. You know, and, and all that to say, when you are young, it just takes a little bit of heart. It takes a little bit of grinding and it takes a lot of just learning how to do things better. It, you're going to have weeks, you're going to have days that you don't want, like you want to quit. You don't want to do it. Construction is hard. It's not for the faint of heart. It is, it is not an easy industry, but it is a rewarding industry. You get to meet incredible people, right? I love the guys I work with on a daily basis. I love all the subs, all the trade partners, all the vendors. Like, they're great. They've become good friends of mine. 
you know, because you're day in and day out doing the same thing. And that leads you to my next point as, or our next point as a young professional networking. How do you do that? Right. Cause that's where we are now. That's now where Davis we, and I are going. No, before we get there, I think you made a good point, but, um, so we had a guy on, I think it was episode 10, Lynn Shannon. Um, mm. and he talked about, you know, Davis, I try to touch 25 people a quarter. And so I'm, I just yeah. thought about that. Like, what does that mean? Well, he has, I, I have to think some type of spreadsheet, right? Of like, oh, he's got to hundred percent. The people, the people he needs to interact with in, in a quarter, which the quarter is three months, right? So in those three months, he's been very intentional about this is the people I need to interact with. And by the way, the man's very busy. Oh yeah, uh, uh, like owns a hundred plus million dollars of real estate. I think he just got married too. Yep, he did. Yeah. So, um, congrats, uh, FYI, Lynn. Lynn. You're doing great. But just like the man's busy, right? Like he's got his own, like in his 50s, run a business, like um, owns a lot of real estate, right? Has his own company. And he's willing to go, I got to touch 25 people a quarter. Just think about that. That's not even, yeah. that's not personal. He, that's just professionally. I know. And honestly, that's guy. not easy. That's not right. an easy thing to do. No. Over three months. And who knows if that's coffees or lunches or just calls, but like he's very intentional. So I, I bring that with us because. As a young professional, depending on who you work for, right, there's this don't talk to the competitor. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to do what our company does. And, okay, I get that. But there is tremendous value in knowing, hey, that person on the opposite aisle that works and is my competitor, they might be doing something better than me. And if they are, I'm going to go figure out why. Now, I'm going to go figure out how I can replicate that. And there's tremendous value in doing that. And so when I talk about networking, think about it, not just in a way to to fill yourself up, but like you can literally learn from every single person you interact with. They're not always positive, right? We've learned that. They can be people that just- You can learn the wrong way to do it and you can learn the right way to do it. And sometimes uh, being with someone that just sucks is the person that, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to be this Mm -hmm. leader, right? But you can learn from a lot of people. You have to choose to find it. And I think that's the thing in our industry that really needs to be told, especially for the young people. If you're coming out, I mean, I challenge anybody, not just if you're coming out, whatever stage you are in life, just be a sponge. Like, I don't yes. care if I know it all. I can learn from somebody. It doesn't matter at what title I have, how many years I've been in this industry, how much money. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. I can learn from anybody, and I'm going to try to, and I'm going to be intentional and listen. If Walker's talking, I'm going to listen to him. I'm not going to be like, uh, uh, only on my phone. Uh, what happened? What'd you say, Walker? No, I'm going to be locked in because I can learn from you, and we have to get there. And I just keep saying we got to get there. We're going to put out a course. We're going to put out a course. I'm going to say we're going to put it out in March of next year. And now we're just going to have to do it. But we're going to put out an emotional intelligence, situational awareness course. And we're going to be talking about some of these things. But there's so much that we can do better um, as an industry. And part of it is just understanding relationships. 100%. No, you hit the nail on the head. Seriously, couldn't have said it better. It's, it's, it's It's what life's about. It's relationships. How do you get better at it? And, and honestly, honestly, some people are terrible, terrible at it. I used to be terrible at it, building relationships. And it's easy. And I know from my experience now, 
it's really, really, really easy to let them slip, right? I have a, I have a close group of friends. I have a very I don't I don't have many many groomsmen and best men in my in my wedding. Davis is one of them, right? But other than that, there's I think five of my closest friends I went to high school with and college with, and plus you know brothers and everything else. Right. But just from friends that you met, not family, very small group, and. Even with them, I have a hard time when you get really busy and when life happens, staying in contact all the time. I try to talk to them at least once a week. That doesn't always happen, right? And even with close friends, it's hard to stay in contact. It's hard to make to touch them, right? right? And imagine doing that with people you never met before. So you have to make a choice to do that, to build relationships, to network to go out there and to learn something new from someone because it is super easy. And I'm speaking from experience. It is super easy to just sit at home after work and not do anything, watch Netflix or sit at work on your computer working or resting for a second or walking on the job site. When in reality, you could pull out your phone for two seconds, send a quick text. Hey buddy, I'm thinking about you. How are you doing today? Right. You could call them for, 15 minutes on your lunch break say hey dude just want to see what you're up to it's really easy to do it and it's really easy not to do it yeah and so as a young professional that's the choice you got to make i mean i it, it boils down to intentionality right like yeah am i willing to be intentional and i think about the times that when i have and haven't been and most of the time it's because man I've taken time in the in the night that I'm worn out, that I'm tired, to continue mm-hmm. to plan for the next day. Uh, Walker, as you know, I'm a big preparation guy, right? Like, I have to think about what I'm doing for the next day to be successful. I can't. I, I, I There's yep. a little bit of winging it. Like, right now, I, I'm surprised I've been able to talk this long. I'm winging it. But, <laughs> like, for me, it's a real struggle, right? If it's not something I'm passionate about, I'm just going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not going to give you a lot. So the intentionality aspect for me is like, man, on Saturday and Sunday when I'm not working, yes, it's great to be with family and you should be. But I try to get up like I'm about to get married this next week, which I'm super excited for. Yeah. I want to get up before Grace because I want a little bit of me time. Right. I want a little bit of me time to think about all the things that I got going on. What can I do better? How can I how can I reflect? And in that time is when I think about the people that I need to reach out to, the things I got to do, like how I need to get better and work on this. And so if I didn't have that time, then stuff would just continue to slip. But I think I'm highly intentional. I'm pretty proud of myself and I'm not very proud about a lot of things, but I'm highly intentional with my relationships. I really try like to the darnest to just reach out to someone and Walker, like you said, a little text like, Man, I've been thinking about you. That can change someone's like life. 100%. And I know that I know that sounds very heavy, but like literally, you don't know what someone's going through. That that's all they could need that day, and you could be the only one encouraging them. Hey, man, I've been thinking about you. Oh, really? You've been thinking about me? Okay. Well, now we're gonna pick back right where we left off, right, as mm-hmm. friends. And so, um, man, in this world today, there's so much hurt. Like to be a to have a friend, you got to be a friend first off, but. Think about the people that, that don't have a lot. Like, I was talking about this with Grace today. Um, 
not that it's been a, a rough past few days, but it's 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 been hard. It's been challenging. Um, and it was talking about. I was reading a book. It's actually called The Meaning of Marriage by Timothy Keller. Great book. There it is, right there. Nice. But um, C.S. Lewis back during World War II on his radio show was talking about how, as Christians, we're called to love people. Okay, and there's a difference of love, right? Like affectionate love is going to be my wife, right? There's a difference between I love Walker as my friend, as my brother in Christ. That this is just different. We know that. Yeah. But the difference in the people I don't love is that, or how I get there is by telling myself that I need to show them love, even though I don't love them. And that might sound really weird. Well, how do you do that? Well, he talked about in this aspect to love people is eventually how you actually love them, right? And so he went into this elaborate story of what that meant. But if I can, just really quickly, he talked about the love part, mentioned that. But whenever he talked about um, the Germans, the Nazis, what happened. So this same spiritual law works terribly in the opposite direction. The Germans, perhaps at first, ill-treated the Jews because they hated them. Afterwards, they hated them much more because they ill-treated them. The more cruel you are, the more you will hate. The more you hate, the more cruel you will become, and so on in a vicious cycle forever. So think about that. Mm. I'm going to say a vicious comment, or I'm going to say something that doesn't definitely doesn't bring my foreman up. It's going to make him go down. And because I said that comment, then I'm just going to have this this disdain in my heart. So the next time he comes, I'm going to say something even worse. And so that disdain leads to hate. Okay, then finally I'm going to hate him. And then it re- leads into that subcontractor getting kicked off the job, right? And I know that sounds hard. I haven't been on a job like that. I really haven't. But there are job sites like that where that's the normal. Like, I'm going to fire the sub. And that's just what they do. But if you can, so from C.S. Lewis, do not waste time bothering whether you love your neighbor. Act as if you did. As soon as we do this, we find one of the great secrets. When you're when you are behaving as if you love someone, you will presently come to love him. If you injure someone you dislike, you will find yourself disliking him more. If you do him a good turn, you will find yourself disliking him less. And so I just think about that. Like, man, that was earth shattering to me to think about that. That's good. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of That's man. I don't good. love him, but I'm gonna I'm gonna show acts of love, right? Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be everything like everything in my being to fight against that. But I'm gonna try. Man, that was awesome. That was super good, guys. I I uh, I hope you like this format that we did on this. We're gonna we're trying something a little bit different. Please, please, please let us know what you thought about it. Contact at lang-foundations.com, uh, and just to leave us, you know, one. Please give us five star rating and comment on our podcast. We'd love to hear more about it. Uh, but two, uh, let us practice what we just told you. Reach out to us, guys. If you want to learn more about what we're doing, about construction, piece of advice, we are on LinkedIn. We're not on a lot of other social media platforms, but we are on LinkedIn and we are available via email. Please reach out to us. Uh, if you try to sell us something, I probably won't respond. But if you genuinely want to know, Reach out to us, contact us. We'd love to help you anyway. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the Lane Foundations podcast. We're extremely thankful for each and every listener who takes the time to listen to us. If you've received any value out of the show, we would love to hear from you. Specifically, we want to hear your questions. As you know, questions are something we really believe in. So if there's ever been a thought you can't quite figure out 
or if there's an answer that you've been searching for, feel free to email us and we will field the question live on the podcast and you will get the shout out. The way you can do that is in our show notes. Our email address is contact at laying-foundations.com. Also, if you haven't heard, we're now releasing a newsletter every Saturday morning where we're talking about important lessons learned Walker and I have gone through construction while pairing it with the emotional intelligence side of construction of how do I understand and how should I lead people? There's a link to that as well as the show notes to sign up for our newsletter. Lastly, we just want to say thank you. Your support is the reason why we've done this and the reason we've continued to, to put out content. We hope that our message is, is hitting the heart to the people and you're the reason we do that. So if there's any way that Walker and I can continue to serve you, please reach out to us at contact at laying We'll see you next time.